What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Outcrowd Podcast. Everyone always told us our opinions didn't matter, and as it turns out, they were right. I'm Zach. I'm Zach. And I'm Colton. And yes, you heard that right. There is two Zachs here. Always. Always. There's two Zachs and a Colton. We've been friends for a long time. How long have we been friends? Ninth grade, so... We're going on... When we were... 13 years? Like 12 that. years jesus christ 12 years yeah yeah that's, that's more than half of my entire life i know <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh both of our initials are what zm zm sat next to each other in three classes that year yeah we didn't have a choice we kind of had to be friends <laughs> the universe was telling us something yeah <laughs> and being the little brother i was kind of along for the ride yeah well you just had to grow into it yeah you know? well i always wanted to be friends with zach because he's my big brother it worked and you were the only one that talked to me <laughs> everyone else was an asshole <laughs> fucking middle schooler you, you are a nice guy, guy. It doesn't you're just too nice i remember guy. being on the trampoline and i asked you your name and you said it was zach yeah. i was trying to get oh, yeah. i was trying to get zach's attention so i was like okay zach m you're like we're both zach m yeah. i was like what the fuck yeah. this is mind-blowing well, to be fair the first time we hung out i invited you over to play halo that's true because you lived across the street from me, so I invited you over to play Halo. We played Halo. You wiped the floor with me and my other friends because you were a nerd who sat in and playing wa- or yeah, sat in playing freaking Halo. Halo all day. So you wiped the floor with us, and that was right at the beginning of the end of the year. It was the end of the year of eighth grade, and in the beginning of the summer. Yeah. And then all summer, heard nothing from you. You never came over again. But then ninth grade, we ended up in three classes, sitting right next to each other. Well, I had, I, had, I had moved to Utah from Arizona at the end of my, my eighth grade. And so, what, didn't my mom, like, talk to your mom? Well, the story is is that we were hanging out <laughs> a lot crazy. together, but you were always hanging out at my house. And uh, your mom finally just ran into my mom or something when they were outside. And she said to my mom, well, we should have our sons, you know, hang out and yeah. play together because they're the same age and everything. And then my mom at that point was like, pretty sure they already are because i didn't tell my mom shit yeah like, <laughs> she didn't know you were at my house like yeah. six out of the seven days of the week <laughs> yeah but look at us now we're just three guys hanging out talking about shit talking about stuff we like it should also be noted that i have a nickname that is quack and so you will probably hear colton yeah i say quack I say quack more than I call my own brother by his actual name, so that should that's help fun. differentiate. Other than that, yeah, quack quack would be me, and then Colton <laughs> is also Schmulty, If you hear that used, yeah, I run a YouTube channel mostly for Honor Gaming. YouTube.com/schmulty. Get that plug in, dog. Get that plug. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just Zach. I'm not exciting enough to have a nickname. Yet. Monty, <laughs> so we'll get you. <clears throat> that's true. You don't need one. Here's a special snowflake. All right. Well, speaking of For Honor, actually not speaking of For Honor, speaking of video games, did you guys see the new Outlast trailer? Oh, my God. Did you see the gameplay? Fucking I'm Outlast. I'm pretty sure that me and Colton are really excited about it, and I'm pretty sure that you could care less. <laughs> I, I couldn't give a shit. I thought of you guys when I saw it, but I was we, not interested. I think we beat the original three or four times, probably. I think. Yeah, I think we beat it three times and i tried to play through it a fourth but i got like halfway through um but yeah no that god that game is fucking terrifying that, isn't it already banned in australia 
Outlast 2, yeah. Yeah, I heard that. Why? Because it's Maybe. fucking gnarly, dude. They, I, thought, I thought Australia was a very liberal place. No, they... That's, oh, they, no, Australia's the worst. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. shit gets banned in Australia all the fucking time. Like, video games, I'm pretty <laughs> sure some movies, if it's graphic enough. Really? I'm yeah. pretty sure. I know they did that in China. Like, even World of Warcraft, like, they would change, like, a pile of bones to, like, a like a broken down carriage. I know China was really? a lot. I didn't think uh, Australia did it. Yeah, Aust- yeah no, it's... Yeah, if it's you bad. talk to people who play games that are avid gamers, they have to order it from, like, America. What? Mm-hmm. But it's legal to ship it in? Oh, I'm sure. They just don't sell it on their shelves. Really? So that yeah. way, you you know, kids can't get their parents to buy it. So if you're old enough to you can... reach out and get it, then I'm sure you oh. can. I don't think they can come in your room and be like, hey, you're yeah. playing an illegal game! Yeah, I don't but think they would. they just don't sell it in stores. Australia don't fuck around. I'm pretty sure the rapper Tyler, the creator, is banned from entering the country. No shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm like ninety percent sure. <laughs> what's the uh, What's the other game? Uh, it was Shadow of War. Shadow of War. Shadow of War. Right. Sequel to Shadow of Mordor. One of the most overhyped things I've ever seen in oh my, my life right now. Bro, it's not overhyped. That game is gonna be fucking terrific. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed the first. I don't know how invested I am. Mortar? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how invested I am in the second one. I watched yeah. you guys. You guys played it all the time. I remember when we lived together. I watched you play it all the time. It was fun. It's like, uh, it's like Assassin's Creed with swords kind of yeah. thing. Because like you can some of the mechanics are the same, but now they're introducing a lot of different mechanics to make it its own thing and have more expansive universe and all this. But yeah, it looks really fun. Yeah. There's a lot, like, a lot of depth that they're adding and stuff. Like, well, all right. I lost interest when I saw the $300 plus price tag <laughs> for... For the full content? For to getting all the content in the game. The legendary wanna, edition? Yeah, if you want yeah. to throw in extra stuff, I'm all about that gold edition or whatever. But when you put a $300 price tag on a video game, and in order for me to get the full content, like, I don't care, you can leave out the stickers or whatever the fuck you want to add in that but if you leave content out and i have to spend that much money to play the full game i'm not playing your fucking game yeah that is pretty fucked it's unfortunately a, a trend with gaming right now you gotta, know why? gotta get that money boy yeah it's because people people buy it yeah it's true like, it, and then people will stop fucking buying it right you can probably gotta boycott it clarify to certain people too like you still get the full game but the thing is is when you Whichever copy you look at, if you look at it online, there's three different copies there's, where there's three plus the original. Well, the original is obviously the full game, but each step you make to add money adds an extra NPC person or people, and then it adds an extra faction. But so that's content. It's content, yeah. I mean, but that's the thing is, like, they're just adding all this content, so the person who buys the most expensive one is going to have the most playtime and stuff like that because they're getting more content than the people who buy the regular game. And then also, they're doing the same thing that uh, that For Honor is trying to do, and they're making these gold and silver packs, which is just spending money to In-game make your purchases. character look awesome. Oh, yep. And see, may, I can get on board with appearances, like you right. know, you want to give an extra helmet or whatever that doesn't give you any kind of stat boost or whatever. I'll, I'll do that. But like the Assassin's Creed, I don't remember which one it was to buy one of the Assassin's Creed to get one of the missions. Yeah. Or, like, a whole storyline. You had to buy, like, the 
platinum edition or whatever. Yeah, that's fucked. essentially what this is doing. I mean, it's you still get the full yeah. game, but if you spend more money, you get more like more game plus. And then they're trying to do the same thing that For Honor is doing, and For Honor is getting a lot. Like For Honor, if you spend money, it's not just aesthetics. Like yeah. if it were just aesthetics, that's fine. But right now, if you spend money to buy your gear. It gives you gear stats. Yeah, it's pay to win. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's pay to win. That's so if you fun. put, I think I read a thing that said you either need to put, I think it was like seven hundred hours in, or maybe it was more, to get every character to a full gear stat, or you had to spend like three hundred dollars, which damn. is retarded. Because who's gonna? It's just it's annoying well, because well, have, people do do it. That's the problem. Yeah, that's people that's do problem, do it, man. and it gives them the edge up on the people who just want to play the game. I do not support that. It's fucked. Yeah, we're in a terrible time for gaming with the in, well, in-game purchases and stuff. Yeah, For Honor, I think, is trying. But the thing with For Honor is um, they literally just had a fan-created boycott that was on the, on the 3rd of this month, April 3rd. There was a fan-created boycott that got a lot of recognition for not playing the game for 24 hours. And oh, really? because people did that, Ubisoft instantly replied to them. So the problem is, is that Ubisoft isn't talking. Like they don't tell you what's happening. They don't tell you when the updates are coming. They don't tell you when this is happening. So there was a boycott, and literally tons of people didn't watch it. Really? They didn't play. Sorry, that's what I meant to say. They did the boycott, and Ubisoft finally responded. They put out an update, and hopefully Ubisoft is trying because they're known for having a hard time with the start of their game. But if they can bring things into the nowadays. game to just help their community because the problem they're having right now is the community that they have is boycotting and there's no way to get more people in if the people that you have enjoying the game aren't going to stick around. So that's how I feel like that's one of the things that turns me off about Shadow as well is it looks like it's fun but it looks like it's going to be the same thing as well, it's, for on. It's not a multiplayer game either. That's is it? the big yeah, difference. That's yeah. probably going to make a difference because single player games I feel like there's less of the competitive angle you're more willing to let things slide on a single player game than you would be a multiplayer game that gives somebody who you're directly competing against an edge yeah so that's true i feel like it's more forgiving i feel like with ubisoft it's almost like there's half a team of developers that really worked on an amazing game and then the other half are like the publisher side of things is like making them rush it out incomplete and shit like that i don't know yeah because if you look at rainbow six siege love that game Right, but when it came out, all I heard was either not good things or poor things. Like I didn't, yeah, that's true. Because that's true. They were so bad. I didn't play that game for the first year it came out. Yeah. yeah. Now I have 150 hours in that game. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like when it comes out, they just have problems. Problem they have a lot problem. of things to iron and, out. Yeah, I'm kind of after, expecting a bounce back for For Honor. Yeah. Well, did did they do? I know they did a beta for the For Honor, but it was really short. Did they do an alpha? I think they did an alpha, they yeah. closed alphas, I think. Yeah, it wasn't open. Depends on how big... I just think they have a lot of problems for having an alpha and a beta. Well, they had two betas as well. I think they had an alpha and they had a closed beta. And oh, then and then an open, open, yeah. Beta. Yeah, that's true. How do you still have this many problems after you do that? Like, are, because people, are people not giving feedback? Do you not do you not read the feedback? Because they're closed. So, like... Because it's peer-to-peer connection. But if it's closed beta and everybody has a good connection, they're not going to see the problem. Yeah, but what are the chances everybody having a good connection? You think that... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's a problem that should have been found and fixed. It's a trend with a lot of the... Even Battlefield 1 was pretty rough when it It was, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I was going to say, name a company that has solid releases, man. World of Warcraft. Okay. 
let's not name a titan of the gaming industry. Yeah, let's not name the greatest. Somebody who's putting out new shit. All right. Two guys who don't play it. I do have respect for Blizzard though, because I mean, everything they touch seems to turn to gold. They are giants, man. Yeah. They can't seem to put out anything bad. Haven't quite fucked it up yet. They have games that aren't as popular, like Hearthstone. Or Hearthstone's pretty big. I I played it a little bit. It's normally one of the top like five on Twitch. Yeah, it's pretty big. Yeah. Like, for for being their less Hearthstone's successful top on Twitch. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's like uh, League of Legends, and then like whatever's new, like For Honor was up there, and then it's like Hearthstone. Wow. And Minecraft, obviously, that's just always there. That's something I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> I understand Dude, you that gotta here. love Minecraft. I I don't. I've only played it for probably a five to ten minutes in my entire life. It's fun it's if you're, like, with a bunch of friends and you're up really late, so you're punchy as shit. But I guess any game is fun when you're a bunch of with a, a bunch of friends. friends so, yeah. <laughs> But I don't know. It's just dumb. You can do stupid shit. But, I mean, I don't really advocate the game personally. Is it still... But to each your own, you know? If yeah, you're 10 I'm, years yeah. old, I guess it's different. I'm not talking shit on anybody who plays it. I'm just saying, personally, I don't understand how that is one of the most popular games in the world. Yeah. It's like a pixelated... Runes, early RuneScape type game in my. I mean, I can what I've see seen, why. So but... Yeah, I mean, the things that I've seen on it are amazing. It's like, I mean, you can literally build a calculator in it. Like, I've seen one guy who created a calculator that was just, I mean, it was so unbelievable, and he created it to where it worked. Yeah. Like in game, you could click the multiply, you know, multi multiply, multiply this by this, yeah. and they could get it, and he could do like. He could do huge equations, and I it's just because seen, you can set up all the switches and everything. I mean, yeah, I've yeah. seen people um, made a uh, Game Boy Advance that yeah. played Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, my brother built um, uh, the Sistine Chapel. Jesus. And, like, my sister made a huge TARDIS hmm. with a light on the top that circled and everything. Like, it, like I, I know you can do a lot of things, and somebody made a to-scale... Um, Game of Thrones world, Westeros, uh, and it, it looked fucking good. Yeah, but then yeah, I just I don't get it. weren't they just sold too? I think X. It wasn't uh, recently, but Xbox bought Minecraft was it a few years they have, ago. Yeah, few, yeah, they bought the rights to because yeah. they have it on Xbox and stuff, and Windows has it on the Windows version. But I don't know the details because I didn't really look into it. But any more thoughts on gaming? No, I mean, sometimes I go on YouTube and still check out. See, I don't really use the Twitch thing. I I still, I'm old school, I guess, and go on YouTube and find it out. <laughs> YouTube and podcasts. Yeah, that's, that's kind of my thing. I mean, YouTube is still a solid place to find stuff. Yeah. But oh, YouTube, Twitch is, YouTube that, is still king, absolutely. Yeah. Twitch is kind of just where you go to not, it's not edited. So it can't be like, because some it's videos raw, make a game yeah. seem fun, 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 because they edit it. Yeah. But on Twitch, it's just like a raw gameplay, so I mean, you can tell a little bit more by the game. Yeah, I like Twitch is kind of cool too because it's kind of just like a hangout with creators, yeah. you know, versus it's kind of separated on YouTube. I don't think I've seen any other major gameplay or video game trailer release. I think, I think those are the two big ones yeah. right now. Shadow of War and Outlast is popular, Outlast. but still kind of. It's not a huge game, for a horror but it has game. a big following. Yeah, for, or it is for a horror game. Yeah, I guess not. I don't. I can't think of anything either. But 
I tend to be forgetful. The big ones were at the big at this year. Yeah. For Honor. Yeah. Wildlands. Both flops, in my opinion. For Honor. Fair enough. I think For Honor has done fairly well at the beginning, and then it's lost traction now. Well, yeah, I, I mean, mean... Wildlands never got the traction it was hoping for. Yeah. For Honor, it sold well, I think, but I don't think it performed well. Yeah, that's what I think. I think everybody I think was sold fast, well, but... you know, very disappointed, but... I don't think Wildlands... Wildlands didn't intrigue me as much as some of the other games. See, like, it still intrigues me. I have it, and I don't like it, but it still intrigues me. Well, it's fun when you play it, but you have no motivation to play it. Yeah, it's like, it's almost a chore to to get on and do it. But once you're doing it, it's fun. Like, you have an itch. You know how you get, like, that itch to play WoW? Like, I get that itch to play For Honor. Yeah. That does not exist for Ghost Recon. Well, that's the difference between competitive games. WoW is competitive in so many different ways that that's why it stuck around for so well, long. Well, maybe, oh, but yeah. like, that, not necessarily though, because like, I play single player games that I get an itch to play too. Well, yeah, but that's it's just a that's matter story of driven. That's, that's where you like, you look at it and it's like there's story driven games that are amazing, and then there's WoW, which is just amazing on all fronts, and then there's games where it's competitive, like it drives you to always want to be better, and that's Rainbow Six Siege and For Honor and games like that, and Counter Strike. I mean, games that are competitive hang around. Yeah. And, I mean, story story mode games, yeah, of course they pull you in, but it's still, like, once you've beaten it, you don't necessarily always go back to play it again. But competitive games, you're Dark never Souls. ahead. Yeah, I never got into the Dark Souls thing. I need to play more of Dark Souls 3. We need to play more of Dark Souls 3, because we still haven't beat that game, and it's been out forever. The last DLC, the last bit of Dark Souls content has been released. Like, the last, the end. To be fair, I think I played more than you. I... That's not the point. It's not a competition here, all right? I'm like level 80. I don't know what level I am. I haven't played in such a long time, and it's kind of sad. But I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know why. Because Dark Souls 2, I put 160 hours in. Yeah, I put a lot of hours, people. too. And then Dark Souls 3, I don't know. Maybe the conditions weren't right. Maybe it was just something that was happening. Part of it. But it just, you I got... were hyped as fuck for that game. Oh, yeah. Dark, I, mean, Dark I Souls still 3? Don't get me wrong. I still think Dark Souls 3, any Dark Souls, I still think is... An amazing game. Oh yeah, they're fantastic games. But it's I think just the conditions weren't right, Almost. or something else came out, or something else just happened, and I stopped playing, and it's just one of those games where you put it down, and then you try and go back to it, and you almost have to restart, because you don't, you, the controls, you just lose them. You know, yeah, that game such is so a learning intense, curve. You have to be so good at doing the controls, so I went back the other day, and I died two times in a row up to a, a measly little one guy, and I was like, well... This was fun, and I got oh, off. So moving on. I don't want to restart because I know how fucking hard the bosses were. Yeah, and it took, exactly. Like one boss literally took me like twenty six tries, dude. I swear to God, yeah. it was. I mean, maybe I'm a filthy casual, but I swear to God, it was the most frustrating <laughs> shit. But once I beat him, it was great. But yeah, that's another. Yeah, like you said, going back is tough. But I saw this. I was watching. This, I want to. I was watching this World of Warcraft video, and this dude asked a question, and. Uh, to this one guy who was really geared out and all he said back to him was lol stay casual kid and <laughs> i loved it i will be using that that's good but speaking of youtube how's that what, what, what's the deal with that uh advertisers <clears throat> pulling shit uh, so funding or whatever it is basically as i understand Demonetizing. it uh the wall street journal published an article showcasing and talking about um how advertisers are being shown on 
essentially like racist and you know like non-advertiser friendly content uh such as a primary example being a video that had the the n-word in it and you know whatever and that's a huge deal for advertisers because they don't want their stuff to be showing up was it a really popular video that had the n-word in it not i mean not on youtube and it's kind of it's stupid because there's so many videos on youtube and then just one is bad that the advertisements are on and they just totally pull out but i think it'll probably blow over but everybody's you know freaking out about it and actually i've talked to youtubers who have said that their ad revenue has dropped hundreds of dollars like almost overnight because these big advertisers are pulling out yeah they're being influenced that much by who People who watch or By other YouTubers? The media. Oh the, oh, the media. Because they, you know, paint it as a, adver- advertisements are showing up on these negative videos and your brand is representing on this negative video and you're funding these people and, you know, so they have to pull back and YouTube has to knee jerk and find some way to fix it so that, you know, they get really strict on stuff and, yeah, so creators are losing a lot of money at the moment and everybody's saying, you know, like YouTube is over or whatever and. At this point, it's it's kind of cooled down, but I think it'll blow over eventually. But it's yeah, it's definitely. I've talked to YouTubers, like I said, and it's a big hit. Like it's a lot of money that they're losing. It's a serious problem. Have you seen? Have you felt it? Uh, being a smaller channel, I feel like my growth kind of went like countered it. So as I got more revenue, like it was also dropping. So it just fucking evened oh, out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I haven't really felt it huge, but. I mean, I'm sure the uh, Philip DeFranco's and the oh yeah, um, Markiplier's have PewDiePie's, PewDiePie's. Sure. All, all the big guys, yeah. even even people with you know less than a hundred thousand, but that are still up there that I've talked to are telling me, you know, they're losing hundreds of dollars. So it's definitely a serious mm-hmm. issue. But yeah, like I said, I think it'll blow over. But one it's of the just big stupid. things that YouTube is doing is they're just kind of going on a rampage where they just demonetize whatever they think sounds bad or looks bad or they just throw they're just throwing the demonetized videos out there just like they're going with a shotgun and just spreading it all over just kind of hitting people widespread and uh i think part of the problem was is that at first there wasn't a way to fight the getting your video there was no appeal yeah and um I think that was a big part of it because no one could appeal it. But I watched a video the other day of someone that had, I think, seven videos demonetized out of nowhere. And he said all he did was click the button to appeal it. And he said within, like, the next day, it was, they were all put back up and he was making money on them again. So here's my question. <clears throat> when you say demonetized, does that mean 100% of your ad revenue for that video is gone? Yeah, if, if your video gone. gets demonetized, you're not making any more money on that video. It's completely but do they still have advertisements on it? I don't think so. I think they just take them off. They just take the advertisement off, and you no longer because it's not advertiser friendly, is what the thing is. So they can't show ad. You know, they don't want their brand on the non advertiser friendly content. That does that does seem like a knee jerk reaction to it. Is absolutely, and I guess in some respects it's fair because you know you want to be careful about that shit, and you need advertisers. But I mean, YouTube is the place where you want to advertise, so. You know, companies are going to need to come back if they fucking want their advertisements out yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, YouTube's no, it's no small thing. I mean, they, they. Yeah, absolutely. People use it's a re, it could be a real news source. It could be, it is a real source of entertainment. Absolutely. I'm not, I'm not on it a whole lot, but I use it. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm on it all the fucking time. Yeah. I mean, practically making a living off of it at this point, you know, being yeah. a creator. Yeah. But yeah, I, I watch tons of different people. Yeah, that's the big thing with it is it's just people who are making money off of it, if they get hit too hard, you know, where do they turn? They're going to try and find alternatives. And I've said it before where if YouTube reacts too harshly, who's to stop someone else from making another page that's, you know, some other type of tube where you can make more money? Because I think the main problem with YouTube is its lack of leadership. YouTube is there. YouTube has your stuff there, but it doesn't. It doesn't talk to people, and even people like PewDiePie, who's the number one, he still has surprises thrown at him. And one of the other guys I watched, Tio, he says it's really unsettling and scary to be having his main income for his life come through YouTube because he doesn't know what they're going to throw at him next. And he says he's very, very glad that he is on Twitch, making a lot of money on Twitch, because he's terrified of YouTube. Yeah, but how long until Twitch becomes YouTube? I think this that sounds like a very temporary solution to a permanent problem fearing what these big companies are going to do to people who create content for them. How about we fix YouTube instead of not, not to say that he was like relying on Twitch or that he, I don't know, whoever that YouTuber was, was doing anything wrong. But instead of saying, Oh, at least I have Twitch. Let's fix the YouTube problem. Yeah. I think with Twitch, it's less of an issue because so much of your income can come from subscriptions and donations from your actual viewers. And you can set up a Patreon on YouTube, but it's still ad revenue, and and that's where it's getting tricky, especially yes. now. Yeah, the ads. But there is ad revenue on Twitch, but there is also, you can get, if you're big enough, you can get a lot of incomes from subscriptions and things like that. So it's definitely more reliable in that aspect. Okay. The main, main thing he was saying is he enjoys YouTube, he's going to continue YouTube, he hopes they figure it out, but he's glad he doesn't have all of his eggs in one basket, is basically the way he put it. Because if he had all of his eggs in YouTube and something were to happen... His income's gone, he but he's job. got some here in YouTube and then some in Twitch, so he's making money in both, and if something really goes wrong on YouTube, he's still got you know the subscribers and this and that on Twitch, yeah. so it's not a fix, but it's also something that he can't control on YouTube. Right. It's something that where YouTube needs to step up and take control and show that YouTube is there and they are an actual business and they need to take charge and just stop letting people push them around with media. I mean, they've been pushed around by... Wall Street Journal this would be twice now that they had to attack PewDiePie and now they're just attacking everybody and it's because articles are being put out and YouTube just needs to stand up stand up and be like you know we're not afraid we know what we're doing we will look into this but we're not just going to react you know insanely yeah well hate speech is also a gray area they they could communicate better but yeah it's I mean like I said it's warranted because it's a tough, it's a tricky bitch because you have advertisers that are pulling out for, I mean, for what you have to say is at least a little bit justified. And it's, it's really extreme too, because it's like one video out of billions that maybe is, is bad that didn't quite get caught. But YouTube is on that shit. Yeah. Like they will fucking demonetize you if you're not fucking, you know, on the guidelines. They don't fuck around, but yeah, they just happen to catch it early. And yeah, it's definitely on both parties. It's, super knee-jerk reaction but i think i hope it'll blow over eventually once youtube kind of you know if they communicated it better i think it would be better but well yeah. and well like i was saying um hate speech is that is that the key word that they're using hate speech i think or yeah promoting hate something, or something along, along those, those lines. lines see that's very great because if you're an evangelical christian talking about how gays are abominations and 
uh, I've heard some go so far as to say that they should be killed in the street because that's what it says in your fucking Bible. If you're an evangelical Christian, that's not hate speech to you. Yeah. So right. where where do they draw the line? That's hate speech to me as an atheist. But I think I think when it comes to like extremist religious stuff, they definitely won't allow that. From <laughs> from what I've heard, yeah. Definitely if, because if I it's hope extremist you're right. type stuff, yeah, I'm pretty sure. All right, well, let's let's take it down from killing gays in the street to just talking about how they shouldn't be able to get married. Right. They'll probably, I would imagine they would allow that. I would support I, them allowing yeah, I that say. because that's free speech. If they, they have every right in the world to think that, but we have every right in the world to laugh at them. Right. But, you know, where, so what's hate speech? Who's making these decisions at YouTube is what I would like it's, to know. It's, yeah, it's whatever... I mean, however, advertisers would react is important as well. But yeah. that's what I want to see from YouTube is they are here and they're huge. I mean, they're basically becoming the next TV because that's what TV is. You watch your show commercials. Those are just ads. Yeah. So, I mean, YouTube is becoming such a big thing that I'm sure YouTube has so many more videos uploaded and so many more views per day than any TV show does that it needs to just like communicate, not just especially to the creators. But it also needs to communicate to everyone. Because, I mean, how easy would it be for them to make their own video and put it on everybody's recommended? And then they could get, you know, trillions of views a day. And that way they can just be like, here's what we are. Here's what we're doing to fight this. This is what our stance. Here's, you know, instead of just all of a sudden shotgunning it. And the only people you hear it from is the creators. No one else notices anything. Because you're just watching. I had no idea this was even happening until Colton told me. Yeah, they they just need to take charge and realize that they are YouTube. Like... They need to just be like, we are here, and we see what you're saying, and we'll fix it. But at the same time, you can't just push us around. Like, yeah, they're big. YouTube's big. I mean, you can't just push them around. At least you shouldn't be able to. But it kind of seems like you can. Yeah. So, uh, any any more thoughts on YouTube? Did you guys see this? Um, to get to more negative news, I guess. Amy Schumer. <laughs> See what kind of shit she's in this downers week. today. Yeah, it's all downers today. It's all Amy right. Schumer, yeah, with the the joke thief stealing accusations. Jokes, That's a big deal. That is a big deal in stand up comedy, especially. Yeah, like they don't take lightly to that, man. Uh huh. When I've said it before, I can see her stealing jokes, but who was it? They said they said she sold galifianakis jokes he's hilarious she's not well i think it's the execution yeah. honestly because it's a it's a good joke and she can still like the format but just the way she executes it stand-up comics influence other stand-up comics every single day well there's a difference between influence and essentially stealing a, the exact yeah, setup I... and format of a joke yeah there's there's one example that i can think of and i don't Sometimes, you know, there's an obvious joke in most situations. You know, something happens and anybody with any kind of sense of humor can say, oh, this would be funny to say or do in this situation. Right, like that's what she said. Right. It's not necessarily an original idea, so is it like whoever said it first? Because Jim Jeffries and uh, another stand-up comedian, I can't remember his name, he's British, but they both have a joke where they're talking about religions and they go through the, the... Catholics and the Jews, the Jewish religions, and and then they both get to, they both have the same punchline on this joke. It's they say, and then Muslims, can you feel that? That's the joke, and they right. both do it exactly the fucking same. But I have never, 
I'd never heard of Jim Jeffries stealing this guy's jokes or this guy stealing Jim Jeffries' joke, probably because it's an obvious joke. So I'd like to know, what was the joke that she stole? Wasn't what? it... Was, who'd... There, was a, there was quite a few examples from what I remember. Well, was there more than one? Yeah, yeah. yeah there was there was numerous, and like from what I watched, they were pretty convincing. I mean, like it's not word for word, but it's so, like so similar. I but mean, like the way that she told the story was like exactly the same. Like, set up, even down to like the finish. It, yeah, it was pretty suspicious. And, oh, and didn't she say whoever she stole that from? Like in a previous interview, like she was a fan. She of. gave credit to his stand-up that the joke was incredibly similar to. Yeah, really. Yeah, so yeah. Like straight up, you can watch the clip. Yeah, I think maybe she just fucked up. Part of the problem is that she's acknowledged it in that way. Part of it is is that you can watch this video that's on YouTube and there's several as opposed to just one. Yeah. And another part of it might be that uh, Jim Jeffries and this other guy. I mean. If it's one joke, it's kind of whatever. And then at the same time, they probably... Like, Jim Jeffries isn't huge, necessarily. And if you don't know this other guy's name, obviously he's not huge. I'm finding it right now. Amy Schumer is, at this moment, she's under the spotlight for a lot of different things. She's been in movies, she's got these stand-ups, and everybody's talking about her. And then for her to have this come out about what she's doing, I think, kind of makes a huge difference. Because if all of a sudden Jim Jeffries was huge, and they went back and they're like, Oh, look at this stolen joke be a little different right so just being under the spotlight i think pulls into it but then if you're pulled under the spotlight for one joke you can kind of be like yeah i might have taken that from someone but if you're pulled under the spotlight for a handful of jokes that's in a what like a five minute video on youtube yeah if you have that many where they can see similarities and then say what the hell think that's a huge yeah and with the one like like you said one joke i think you could even dismiss it as just coincidence because you you can't always see every single joke that's out there but yeah when it's that many it's pretty hard to not look at that and take it a little more seriously than just you know one similar type of story or something like that the thing with her for me is God, she is just not funny. I know. I, I, it's, I agree. I don't know who likes her. I haven't met somebody that I like have been gung ho about Amy Schumer. I don't know what it is, but she has people that that enjoy her humor. I just don't understand I it. Mean, not and it's opinion. It's all opinion. Our fucking opinions don't matter. But I'm telling you, man, I have not fucking met someone <laughs> who thinks that she is funny. I don't understand where she gets all that fan base. Have you seen her rating on her new, brand new, super hyped? Uh, Netflix comedy special. What is it low? Star and a half. Star and a half. That's pretty, that's the lowest I've ever seen for a Jesus. Netflix. Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say. Kate, whoever's listening to this, or all three of us can do it. Anyone who's listening, go do this. Go to Netflix and find you know find where it is like all of the comedies. You know, just the there's the stand ups and see how many you can find that are that low. Yeah, because yeah. I guarantee you, like yeah. Netflix is known for having really good stand-up. I mean, yeah, they have really good stand-up, and most of them are four to more than four, almost four five. Like all of them are highly rated, and to have one that's, that's a Netflix original, isn't it? Yeah, brand new. To have one that comes out with the Netflix original thing to be that low is insane because Netflix chooses people that are good. Yeah. Like any of the Netflix originals you'll see are highly rated. Yeah, well, because they're usually really good, and she just. I think she went 
I think she took it too far, man. I think she was. Uh, I think she was out of her element in it. Well, and her baby. It doesn't matter what joke she tells. It could be a joke that would be hilarious. Her delivery of it for me is yeah, it's just off, just awful. Like her delivery routine and the way she talks about it and the way she, I don't know, her even her voice down to her voice. The way when she talks normal, she's fine. But then she'll talk in a way that like comes through her nose, and it's like a weird yeah. pitch. <laughs> right. It just I can't. If you say something funny in that voice, it's not funny. All right. Well, that's that's obviously opinion based. I agree yeah. with you. I don't yeah, think it's funny. I, I don't but before this, before the stealing jokes scandal, and before her new Netflix special, I would think of Amy Schumer, and I Amy Schumer, and I would think comedy. But then, like, almost overnight, all this stuff comes out, and, like, I, I read the articles, and I watch the videos, and I'm like, I'm starting to agree with the masses, she's not funny. Right. Like, yeah. I'm, like, it, this really could hurt her. And she just pulled out, she was going to play Barbie in the new live-action yeah. movie. And that that's where I draw the line. People were giving her shit for being overweight, and and, like... People uh, definitely feminist. take it too far. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Who who fucking cares? Let's 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 talk about her entertainment value. Not, I mean, who? First of all, in what universe is she fat? I mean, she's right. not she's not a size zero. But why why are we making fun of her for that? That's that's just mean, and that's a great way to get sympathy for her. It's just yeah, it's just petty internet trolls. Yeah, it's, I I disagree with you. I think the movies she was in were funny. Yeah. But I don't know that they were written by her, and if they were, it wasn't written solely by her. I don't think her comedy, her stand-ups have ever been funny. I think she's been in funny movies, but, I mean, anybody can be in a funny movie mm. and then have, you know, anything else be bad. And um, But I also agree with you, you know, saying she's overweight and all that stuff is far-fetched because... It's silly. It's, it's stupid because... Well, not I only that, at, it's not necessary. Yeah, it's, it's, it's unnecessary. It's not a good criticism. Yeah, it's unnecessary, and it's just thrown out there just to be hurtful. And then it's just... Trainwreck was her last movie, and I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Her movies are funny, I think. Yeah, I was, yeah I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see... I don't know if that was written by her. I mean, it was directed by Judd Apatow. He's yeah, hilarious. He's, yeah, he's fantastic. Uh, it has Bill Hader in it. I mean, it was a solid movie. It was. Uh, even her, even her, even her jokes, even her parts, they were funny. And John Cena, man, yeah, fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you just you get her alone on a stage, and I don't laugh. I could I could play devil's advocate with the Netflix rating too and say that's a lot of mob mentality where people just kind of hop on the bandwagon and everyone's like rate it one star you know what I mean because that does happen a lot but that brings up an issue for me though because I I am an, a huge and I've told you about this Zach I've told you that I do not think that the Netflix rating I don't think it's done adequately. Because I look at some things on Netflix, and anything that has the Netflix name on it is rated high. And that bugs me, because I feel like Netflix can play a big hand in that and just put it up. And there's some movies where I feel like the rating is good, and there's this and that. But I I just don't think that it's well done, because, I don't know, I feel like everything that has a Netflix rating is good. And then everything else, I think most other things are rated higher than they should be, depending on, unless it's like a complete B movie. That could be the case. But I that that could be the case. But I think 
it's probably what Colton's. It's probably the mob mentality. Like, um, I think all three of us got on and disliked the new Call of Duty trailer. Yeah. Just to add to the one million dislikes. That was a fucking awful trailer. It was a horrible it's trailer. Not like, it's not like we were like, oh, this looks cool, but we're going to dislike it. It was not... Okay, maybe but... the trailer wasn't, but the gameplay... But you can't say that the mob mentality is the same with the Netflix rating didn't have anything to do with it because I think that's a fair a fair assessment of anything, be it YouTube videos, be it Netflix, be it Facebook likes or dislikes. I think the mob mentality has a big thing to play with it. That, that doesn't mean I don't agree with you. That was a sh- I watched five minutes of that stand-up special and flipped it off. I tried like 30 seconds. It was the first joke was, yeah. oh. It was just bad. That's and, a- and I hate to see this, man, because like like I said, I used to see, see her and think comedy, man. Like, Stand-up comedian. Stand-up comedian. Stand-up comedy enthusiasts. Yes. We're all stand-up fans. Like, we all love stand-up comedy. And to see this, you know, kind of makes me a little sad. But yeah, it make, could make be, room for the good ones. It could be as as she grows, she's kind of losing it, too. Because I've heard of that happening. I don't remember exactly who I remember saying that. But just people saying, like, people get so busy in the fame and stuff like that that they don't, they don't have time to put as much effort into their... And kind of like a say stuff. yes to anything right and then yeah and they just don't put like, like they're like i made it i don't really have to work as hard yeah and then there's writers as well maybe when you're starting you're writing more of yours or you have a writing team and then you get more famous and there's just different writers that come in yeah that could be it but i agree with that because one of my favorite comics from back when we were young was dane cook oh man and i think his first maybe two maybe the third i can't really remember it's been so long that since i've but the first ones I thought were the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. And as it got towards the end, some of his later ones, like the last two or the last one, I listened to once, I giggled a couple times, and I never cared to listen to it again. And it, yeah. it's something that, you know, and it might not necessarily be a bad thing. Maybe he, they branch out and they're like, I like this comedy a little bit more, so I'm going to turn this way. And it's just them doing what they want to, and whether it's well-received or not is whatever, but... Yeah. Well, Dan Cook's still living on that vicious circle money, man. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't put anything out in a really long time. But yeah. his, his, and it's, I think the earlier you go back with Dan Cook, the funnier he was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, that, I mean, that's, it could be the same thing with Amy Schumer. Yeah. Anyone can go through that. You take it back to the roots. Maybe she does another one and takes it back to the roots. It might get better. But then there's exceptions because Joe Rogan's been doing stand up since the 90s. Well, if, I mean, he's been famous since the 90s. Been doing it for a lot longer than that. But he, gets funnier and funnier. Right. And um, Jim Jeffries is at his peak. Bill Burr. Kevin Hart. Holy shit, yeah. Kevin Hart and Bill Burr, man. Those, those guys are always funny, man. Kevin Hart's like the god of stand-up at the moment. Let me yeah. just say that. <laughs> but what, what was the last one he put out? Oh, and isn't one coming out? I think there is a new one. Let me check it out, but yeah. I don't remember the last one. I, remember, I, I know he... there's three on Netflix. Yeah, but he did. I I don't know if it already came out and I just missed it. But like, oh, he yeah. did one in the stadium. Yeah, there was a new one that came out. Really that I haven't one? I haven't seen either. Yeah, we um, Is it not? What now is the newest? Twenty sixteen. Yeah. What now? Yeah, I haven't actually seen that one yet. But it's I the one where to. the trailer for it was like a trailer for a movie. Right. Like, it's, it looked like it yeah. was going to be like an action packed movie, but it was literally just a trailer for his stand up. Uh, well, well, it's just skits because stand up. Yeah, you yeah. do like skits in the beginning and stuff, depending on the comedian but yeah but like and, and it seems like they all have one that kind of put them on the map you know like uh what was kevin hart's uh seriously seriously funny, funny yeah. yeah 
that uh, was kind of one that made him and Dane Cook had Vicious Circle. Laugh um, at My Pain was really good, too. Yeah, Kevin Hart, Laugh at My Pain. That was a good one. Um, Jim Jeffries, I, for me, it was, I swear to God, yeah. made him one of my favorite stand-ups immediately. Yeah. I mean, that's the big thing, too, is if you think about some of these people, I still remember some of my favorite jokes from Dane Cook. And oh, yeah. Man. If I think of Amy Schumer, the only thing I can place her in isn't stand-up, it's movies. Yeah. Where I'm like, she was funny, and it's a movie. It's not like, oh, that stand-up joke was so good. It's just a movie. Yeah. That's how Adam Sandler was, too, because he did stand-up for a long time, and then it was pretty much just movies. I mean, I can't name an Adam Sandler stand-up special, but I can yeah. name a dozen Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. And that's a whole new beast with whether or not you think his new movies are funny, which I think I the think majority would agree they're not as good. Hit and a big miss. Yeah. It's one or the other. He dropped off quite far, but his early movies were fucking hilarious. Awesome. I still love all of his early movies. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. You can watch those. I've watched them over and over. They're yeah, they still awesome. hold up in the comedy world. Yeah. For sure, dude. Still have never seen the first Ace Ventura, though. That's really? Carry and I know. You should Speaking be of funny movies, for that. I've seen Dude. Pet Detective. I never I will, seen. Oh, no, I've seen When Nature Calls, not When Pet yeah, Detective. Yeah, I will stand by Jim Carrey forever. I, in my personal opinion, growing up in the '90s, as we did, at the height of Jim Carrey's movie career, he will. I will forever regard him as the funniest actor I have ever seen because his movies. Oh my god, I watched him over and over. And I think he was just he his comedy reaches so many levels. Kids kids watch Ace Ventura, it's funny. Yeah. You watch him as an adult, it's fucking funny. Right. You watch I like uh, Liar Liar is probably my favorite comedy movie of all time. Mm. And yeah, it's because that's a good one. his comedy in that is just it's crisp. Like to the point where his acting is oh, it's his jokes are just <laughs> so good. And then Wait, wait, so let me get you like it? I, I really oh, like okay. it. You yeah. do like yeah. it, okay. I, I don't want it to be unclear. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of <laughs> like right. the guy. I was just making sure. But like any of the movies, I mean, he can even do, you know, like twenty three, number twenty three. That was an interesting one. It was interesting. He did. I think he did a well job. It I wasn't funny, but no, that's the thing. It was a yeah, no, it was good. a good movie though. It was good. I think the movie as itself was not as forgettable. Yeah, but I think he was good. I think the only memorable memorable thing about it was the fact that Jim Carrey wasn't funny in it. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, it was very it was so very. Sticks but I mean, out. Yeah. any of his movies. I mean, even the ones that aren't huge. But I mean, this guy played the Grinch. Yeah, I mean, he was so good in it. Yeah. He played. I mean, oh my gosh, it's crazy when you find an actor that like you can. If you don't look hard enough, you don't realize that it's them playing yeah. a certain character. That shit's fucking crazy. I remember when I was a kid in the uh, Austin Powers movies, I had no fucking idea that What's-His-Name plays all the fucking characters. Oh. Yeah, he plays uh, Austin Powers, Dr. Evil, and he plays Fat Bastard. Michael. Mike Myers? Mike Myers, Myers yeah. yeah. he played... Yeah, I had no idea. That was such a mind blow for me. <laughs> he was He was one of mine. He's... You know, he's... That was a little bit earlier than the 90s for us. It was kind of when we were still really young. Yeah. So, my dad would watch a lot of him, and so he's definitely one of them. The thing about Jim Carrey is he was my generation. You know, he yeah. was right when I was able to watch movies, and he will yeah. forever be my favorite. I mean, yeah. I just love that guy. Love the Bruce Almighty. Oh my God, I love right. that movie. Yeah. Yeah. He's got so many. I mean, you can go on for hours. Yeah, yeah I mean, you can just did look he, him up on your phone. Did he do stand up a lot? Yeah. Did he? He did a lot of impression, uh, impressions. He was really good yeah. at them. He did like oh, Clint wow. Eastwood. He did. I was part of his act. He could do impressions yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. 
I've never seen a Jim Carrey stand-up. They're pretty good. They're really, really old. They're from, like, before he started doing them. One person that I always kind of attributed to acting and being really funny on screen and never really thought of him as a stand-up was Robin Williams. Like, but he's done a ton of stand-up. I mean, he he, he did it up until he died. His stand-up is fucking hilarious. hilarious. Yeah, Yeah, I've seen it since I found out he did it, and it's gold, man. Yeah. It's so funny. He's... He's probably the other... He's one of my all-time yeah. greats, absolutely. For me, it'd be Jim Carrey, and it'd be Robin Williams, and then probably Mike Mike Myers. Yeah, well, be the well, the one that I saw was Robin Williams. He went over, and uh, he, he was doing a show for the troops. And right in the middle of his act, they had revelry? Is that what it's called? When they raise and lower the flag? So right in the middle of his flag, the horns start blaring. Everybody turns up, turns... Uh, right around so Robin Williams can only see their backs and they all you know are saluting the flag and Robin Williams just does it out of instinct and then after that he's like what the fuck was that <laughs> it's like I have never been doing a show and in the middle of my act right before the punchline everybody turns up says fuck you and turns around and looks at something else <laughs> you gotta watch that video it's super funny but yeah I didn't know he did stand up and I especially didn't know that he did it so well yeah, like he was really good. I discovered a lot of it on the Pandora because I just have like oh, a yeah. you know a stand up playlist or they would play through and uh, if you choose the right if you set it up to the right ones if you choose some of them it just plays like the it people yeah but if you play some of the older ones he's in it and yeah some of his stuff will like just out of nowhere just kill you <laughs> yeah. because it's so funny like his um his his stand ups on like weed are hilarious yeah. he was he was pretty pro weed. Anti-organized religion, which I found very surprising. Um, Fantastic political jokes. Yeah, hilariously, <laughs> really, he was really, he was really smart. Oh yeah. Not that I never thought he ever thought he was dumb. But I think he was really smart. I think good comedy requires a lot of intelligence in general. Right. If you want to, like, making good jokes involves. I think you have to be smart about it, you know, more than just... And Robin Williams was that, and he also had the benefit of being able to do hilarious voices yeah. and an amazing <laughs> stage persona, but I do think it's a huge part of comedy is intelligence. That's true. I mean, For sure. Joe Rogan, brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. All the, all the Chris Hart... I can't think of a... I can't think of a stand-up comedian who's not, like, at least smart, you know? Yeah. In but, some aspects. But, like, Chris Hardwick doesn't do enough stand-up, man. Right, like, but that might be a good thing because when he does put him out, like his last one, laugh at, no, laugh at my pain was that's Kevin Hart. That's Kevin Hart. He had he had one that came out like a year ago, and it was it was, it was like something that you would think everybody would be talking about, and I don't know really how well it did, but I know it didn't do well enough for everybody to be talking about it like uh, Kevin Hart special. Uh But it was it was it was so funny. It was it was great. So I don't know. Maybe I feel like I want him to do more because I enjoy his comedy. But, but maybe he's working maybe on it. That's why they're so good is because he only puts out one every two or three years. Yeah, that that could be what he's doing. Then that'd be a smart play. That's why I like uh, like Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham. I feel yeah, like awesome. has a big separation between his stuff, but it's yeah. he has some of the most clever shit I've ever seen the with way, the way he, he combines the music and everything. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. He does have a way with words and making yeah things anything it's a great like entertainment show it's it's more than just stand-up comedy it's it's entertaining you know it's a great show which i think is awesome super unique very unique um i have a lot of respect for him too because he's a 
great musician, he's hilarious, great stage persona, and like, well, just the dominates YouTube and then quits, dominates Vine and then quits, like, yeah, and well, and the way that legend. he, um, the way that he has his shows, like, um, scheduled to the second, yeah, with the music in the background and the lights, and I mean that's a skill, man. Yeah, that's nutty. That doesn't look easy. It's fucking crazy. And he just nails it every time. Although a lot of people think that, I don't know, I feel like there's a there's a stigma with being a musical comedian, kind of like a either you love it or you hate it kind of thing. Yeah. And so you hear a lot of the people that hate it a lot. I love it, but I mean, a lot of people don't like Bill Burnham, which is a shame. It's true, I guess. But I mean, even if you don't like him, I feel like you have to respect what he does. Like that's, yeah. that's why I like him. Because he's like, you know, he works. You can tell he works his ass off on it, and he's talented as hell, you know? And he's doing something different, which is a lot of people don't Yeah, see it's that. unique. You exactly. I mean? You gotta stand-up respect comedy. that. Stand-up comedy has been stand-up comedy for so long. And every once in a while, you'll have your mu- musical ones come out. I know there's a country one. I can't think of his name right now. Huh. Who does, like, the musical stand-up stuff. He plays the guitar and sings songs. Zach Galifianakis plays yeah, piano, yeah. too. That's true. Yeah, he's probably one of the first ones more recently that's actually changed it up a lot. Yeah, including you know, yeah, because he, I mean, he has such a up and down and sideways, just different way of looking at comedy. Because he did that show between two ferns. Oh my god, it's such a like when you look at it and when you're first watching it, you're like, it's odd. But once you actually watch it and enjoy it, they're so funny. So funny. It's comical. Yeah. It's It's like the driest humor ever. And not only that, (laughs) he had the president of the United States. Yeah. He had Obama on. And he had Justin Bieber on. And he had, I think he had Hillary Clinton on recently. And like, he doesn't just get nobody guests. Yeah. Like, like it's good. And, And that actually inspired, I'm a huge Anaheim Ducks fan, hockey. And that inspired ryan kessler um on the anaheim ducks to create a show called between two zambonis oh it was zambonis the thing that cleans the ice yeah so he just pulls two zambonis up gets two chairs and he interviews ducks players and it's kind of the same format making fun of them like right our captain's name is ryan and he gives them a lot of shit for it and he makes fun of the, the new guys and the rookies and yeah, so Zach Galifianakis has some influence. Like, yeah, no, he's a big name for he, sure. Yeah, he what he did, uh, he did kind of bring some different takes. Yeah, on some different and different ways like to that. make things funny. And they say that Amy Schumer stole one of his jokes. <laughs> Dude, I fuck. And I if she did, love she, between two she destroyed. Yeah. I like the Bradley Cooper one. There's so many like just the fucking way they did that. He was spanks perfect. Justin Bieber with the belt. Yeah, like that's fucking awesome, man. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> the shit that he says. And then in the Obama one, President Obama says, he's like, Zach Galifianakis says something about a third term. And oh, yeah. Obama's like, well, I think that'd be like... Uh, I don't think that'd be a, a good idea. Third hangover movie. <laughs> oh, solid. Yeah. It was solid. I laughed so yeah. hard at that. That was funny. Yeah, I, I think that shit's excellent. Like, that, like it's kind of, I feel like it's kind of niche, that dry humor, but yeah. it fucking hits hard with me. Oh, yeah, I love it, man. It's hilarious. It's, it takes a special person to get it right, man, and he's one of them. Oh, yeah. Louis, Louis C.K. just put out a new Netflix special I just saw, but just barely. He's so hitting this with me. Yeah, I feel the same. It's funny because he's he's up there at my top. I love Louis, man. I feel like he's 
he's a hard hit and miss. And yeah. not necessarily, like, I don't mean, like, the entire show. Like, one's awesome, one's bad. I mean, just joke to joke. Yeah. Like, he's funny, but there's some jokes that he gives, and I just, it just doesn't hit. And I'm like, well, that was pretty stupid. And then the next one, he does it, and I just laugh my ass off. I mean, it's kind of similar for a lot of, you know, comics. I mean, some jokes hit, some jokes miss, but most of them you don't notice it, but with him I notice it very obviously. That just Some jokes are not only to me it's not funny, but I just feel like it's not great. It kind of just, when I hear it, the way it, it lands, I just don't, I don't enjoy it at all. Yeah. Well, we're all big stand-up fans. I don't think any of us want to see him fail. No. But they do. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? All right, man. What do you think? You want to wrap this up? Yeah. Is that time already? I think so, yeah. It is indeed. One by quick. Yeah. I think it'll be good. All right, guys. Make sure to rate and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you found us. We're on YouTube and Twitter. If you want to send us an email to tell us your thoughts, concerns, questions, death threats, ransom notes, I'm with the outcrowd at gmail.com. Just remember, our opinions don't matter, so why the fuck should yours? See you guys. Bye. Bye.